0: transforming lives.
1: They say, how shall we escape if we neglect so great is salvation? Say it with me. Say so great great is salvation. salvation. Say it again. Say so great great. is salvation." salvation. Notice that the Bible tells us the writer used the word great Great in the Bible appear four times in the New Testament. And every time when they appear, it talks about an incomparable thing. Something that is huge, that is unique. Amen. And when God was writing about the resurrection and the Holy Spirit was recording concerning the resurrection, he used the word that the resurrection, I mean, our salvation, he used the word Great. He says, so great a salvation. Amen? Salvation is the result of all that God wanted to do through Jesus Christ. Jesus came to die on the cross, to pay the price for our sin. He was risen from the dead in order for us to be saved, for us to be delivered, for us to be uh, healed, for us to be uh, protected. For us to be rescued from the power of sin and translated into his kingdom. Amen. And so, salvation initiated from God,
0: and it is of. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia. A multicultural missions oriented disciple making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message.
1: Hebrews chapter two wanna read verses one to ten. And the kind of two we'll all read together. One, two. Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the words spoken to angels prove steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience receive a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, and with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? or the son of man, that you take care of him. You have made him a lower, little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hand. And you put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all things in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are a good and a faithful God. You are awesome. We thank you, Lord, that you will open our understanding, that we appreciate the the, 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 the price you pay for our salvation. And Lord, I will value your grace upon our lives. And that we, Lord, will work in our, uh, our strength and trust you that you, by your spirit, will quicken us and do your work in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Amen. Salvation is one of the key words of the Bible. It means, uh, it it, it meaning it's rich and includes the whole idea of deliverance from sin and its blessings. It also includes redemption, healing, soundness, prosperity, protection, deliverance, abundant life, and eternal life. The word encompasses everything that God did. Through Jesus Christ. We are continuing our series on the power of the resurrection. The last time we ministered, we shared with you on the fifth characteristic of the re- resurrection. We told you about the message of the resurrection. We shared with you three principles on the message of the resurrection. We told you that it is an indisputable fact. That means the resurrection did happen. It is grounded in Scripture, it is grounded in history, it is grounded in prophecy and in our experience. We told you that it is an indispensable faith. The Bible tells us that we need to stand because without the resurrection, our faith is in vain. Um, Amen. we have no hope and we are uh, uh, um, uh, uh, miserable people if Jesus did not die. But because he died and rose again, we have hope and we have faith and we can believe in him. We also told you about the irresistible force of power. We say that the Bible tells us that the resurrection took place by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the power of God continues to uh, work in our lives as we continue to seek the face of God. Today we want to talk about the sixth characteristic of the power of the resurrection, and that is the results. Of the resurrection, we want to share with you three principles of the results of the resurrection, and they are so great is salvation, the grace of God, and neglecting the grace of God. Amen. And so we want to look at these different uh, principles and, and 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 help us to understand the result of the resurrection. So let's look at each one of them closely. Amen. Excuse me. Number one, we say, so great is salvation. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. It says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great is salvation? Say it with me. Say, so great is salvation. Say it again. Say, "So so great is salvation. Notice that the Bible tells us the writer used the word great. Great in the Bible appeared four times in the New Testament, and every time when they appeared, it talks about an incomparable thing something that is huge, that is unique. Amen. And when God was writing about the resurrection, and the Holy Spirit was recording concerning the resurrection, he used the word. That the resurrection, I mean, our salvation, he used the word great. He says, so great a salvation. Amen. Salvation is the result of all that God wanted to do through Jesus Christ. Jesus came to die on the cross to pay the price for our sin, he was risen from the dead. In order for us to be saved, for us to be delivered, for us to be uh, um, healed, for us to be uh, protected, for us to be rescued from the power of sin and translated into His kingdom. Amen. And so, salvation initiated from God and it is of God. Salvation has nothing to do with man, it is from God. The concept came from God, the initiation from God, the operation from God, and the consummation is from God. Salvation is all of God. God deliver. God planned. God brought to being. God accomplished our salvation. Turn to Romans chapter 10. I want to show you something. In Romans chapter 10, the Bible says, Is talking about our salvation there. Paul began to uh, um, talk to the the, 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 um, believers at Rome concerning our salvation. He said, but the righteousness of faith speak in this way. Do not say in your heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into hell, that is, to bring Christ up from the grave. But I, what do we say? The word is near you even in your mouth and in your heart. And that is the word of faith which we preach, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart, Man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. The essence of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is our salvation. um, Jude said, to the press, to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. That was what God wanted, Jesus wanted to do, to present us into the presence of God. If we understand the greatness of our salvation, then it is by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit revealing unto us how great the salvation that God accomplished in us. Look at what the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. It says, but as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to reveal unto us the essence and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the fullness of this salvation that we are talking about. Amen? Now, when you're thinking about the salvation and you're thinking about the whole concept of, of, of uh, um, our salvation, the, the, the concept of it is through God. God was the one who brought it into being God was the one who initiated it. God was the one who organized it, who operated it, who sent Jesus, and who accomplished it so that we may be saved by raising Jesus from the dead. But salvation is not free. Amen? I mean, it's not cheap. It is free for us, but it is not cheap. It costs Jesus. Amen? So when we think about how great the salvation is, our, our salvation is we need to other, also understand its cause. Look, look, look at what uh, uh, Paul said in Hebrews chapter t- uh, 2. He said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Say so. Mm-hmm. Say so. So. You see, salvation is not just a uh, 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 salvation. Amen? There was a course, Jesus Christ paid the price for us to be saved. He went on the cross. He died on the cross. He died a gruesome death on the cross so that we may be saved. The Bible tells us in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus left his glory to come down and become like us in order to die on the cross and pay the price for our sin. He became our sacrifice. He became our uh, uh, substitute. He died a painful death for us so that we can be saved. Jesus paid the price. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 for we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor and he by the grace of God might taste death for everyone. Jesus suffered so that you and I do not need to suffer. That we can experience the power of God. He came He paid a penalty for our sin. He died on the cross. That's why Jesus, who cried in Gethsemane as he was praying, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass. It was not something easy. It was not something that was just just a a, a fluke. It was something that required all of his his, his, uh, faculties in order for him to pay the price. He pay of all. Who from Christ? Because the Bible tells us that God had to look away from the sin that was placed upon his son. There is a measure of the cup that Jesus had to drink and it was dreaded. It had all of the sins of us only. All of the fornication, all of the, the, the uh, homosexuality, all of the murder, all of the uh, uh, um, alcoholism and the and the backbiting and the hatred and the bigotry, all of the sins that you can think about was in our car. All of the sickness and disease that you can think about was in our car. Cancer, diabetes, all of the, the tumors and stuff was in that. He had to take it upon himself in order to pay the price for you and for you. his salvation. cost Jesus. It was a long, agonizing death that he died. The Bible says for three hours he was on the cross and he was nailed to the cross. I read a story concerning how the Romans killed when they pierced your hands and your feet. You you have to, to, to hang on the cross and your weight had to be pulled on the nails because there was nothing else the nails, on his hands, it was a gruesome death. But he died because he was thinking about you. Because it, it was so great this salvation, Amen. But also, the 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 so great in salvation, we, you have to think about the scope of the salvation. He says, "How shall we escape?" If we neglect so great a salvation. Amen. The salvation is great. Amen. But you have to think about what are we saved from. Amen. When Jesus went on the cross to die on the cross and he was risen from the dead. Amen. In order for us to be saved, what were we saved from? Amen. So there are some obvious things. We are saved from our sins. We are saved from sickness and disease. We are saved from. From animate, uh, uh, animated between us and God, we're saved from hell. We're saved from the power of darkness. We're saved from the devil and from hell. We're saved from all of these different things. But but if the Bible lets us know that 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 Jesus paid the price. So need to go into the water and rescue the person from drowning. They need to first take the person out of the water in order for that person to be rescued. And then if that person was drowning and they have been drinking water, the second thing that needs to happen is that they need to take the water out of the person. So they take the person from the water, then they take the water out of the person. And then third, if that person is able to recover for the water to come out of them, out of their lungs, then that person needs to go through the the whole recovery process of coming back to themselves. Amen? It's the same way with salvation. Amen. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid the price for our sins, past sins. Amen. The Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Amen. The salvation is a gift of God. Jesus paid the price of our sins. All of our sins were nailed on the cross with Jesus. He paid the price for our sins. It it was not anything that we did. It is a gift. He died so that we can experience the free gift of salvation. But the penalty of our sins was laid upon him. The Bible says, for all have sinned. And come short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned. And our penalty was placed upon Jesus. Amen. In Romans chapter 6 verse 23 the Bible says. The wages of sin is death. The penalty that we needed to pay for our sins. Was death. And Jesus went on the cross. To pay the price. So that we can be delivered. So that we do not have to pay that price. He took away our guilt, took away our condemnation, took away the penalty and our uh, sickness and disease, and he nailed it on the cross so that we can be free. Amen. Amen? Our sins were paid for. Our past sins, we are saved. When we accept Jesus, we are saved. But it was not only the past sin, it's also the present sin. Amen. The Bible tells us uh, uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18, Paul said the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us that are being saved, it is the power of God. Notice, Paul said, to us that are being saved. Say being saved. Being saved. Amen. The first thing I said to you concerning salvation is that by grace you have been saved, right? Jesus paid the price for your salvation. You have been saved if you acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All of your sins past has been paid for. You have been saved. It's in the past. But Paul is saying here that not only are, have we been saved, but we are being saved. Amen. I like to 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 suggest uh, uh, um, talk about it like this. When you when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God gave you His righteousness. And when God looked at you, He looked at you through the lenses of Jesus. Everything about Jesus is what He sees in you. Amen. Amen. But yes, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. But God expects you to walk and live this salvation with fear and trembling. You need to work it out. You need to be sanctified on a daily basis. You need to walk in holiness, in love, in, 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 in purity, on a regular basis. And that's what Paul is talking about here. He said, yes, we have been saved, but we are still being saved. Amen? Because on a regular basis, when we got born again, our spirit was born again, but our mind and our, our, our flesh remain. Our mind needs to be renewed. Our mind needs to be regenerated. We need to be renewed by the Word of God. On a day-to-day basis, we need to reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. We need to live and submit our members' instruments to righteousness and not instruments to sin. The body wants to continue in sin, but we need to commit ourselves to righteousness. And so Paul said, we are being saved. Say being saved. Being saved. Say being saved. Being Amen? Yes. And, 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 and so this is our sanctification. We are being sanctified. We are looking more and more like Christ, Second Corinthians Chapter two verse uh, 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 uh. 18 says that, that we have been three eighteen says that we have been changed into the image of Christ, from glory to glory. We have been transformed. God's purpose for our lives is that we look like Jesus. We love like Jesus. We work like Jesus. We serve like Jesus. We embrace like Jesus. We minister like Jesus. We um, obey God like Jesus. That's God's plan. That's his heart. Amen. And Paul said we are being saved. Now the good news is this. In Romans chapter 5 verse 10. Paul said it this way. He said, if when we were enemies of God, he reconciled us to the death of his son, how much more? Say how much more. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior.
0: Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our Contemporary Worship Service on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m., Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m., Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m., Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at